Welcome to the Think Like a Musician podcast. This show will teach you the time management skills you need to be joyful, productive, and fulfilled in all areas of life. You're going to learn a completely unique and innovative approach to managing your crazy, busy life. I'm a lifelong musician, so you're going to hear a musician's creative and intuitive system for time management and work-life balance. We'll discuss time management, work-life balance, goal-setting, inspiration, creativity, peak performance, and living your purpose. I want to help you live your life like it's a masterpiece. I'm a life coach, professional speaker, productivity expert, and your host, Scott Snow. This is episode 49, and it's titled, Your Legacy Starts Today. I'd like to start off by talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg because I was really touched by a story about her friendship with another justice of the Supreme Court, Antonin Scalia. And, you know, this really made me think of, you know, in terms of putting on your different hats, you know, like a friendship hat. Uh, I always advise people to identify all the different hats you wear, the different roles you play. And there's, I'll list a couple of the podcast episodes, prior podcast episodes that run through a process for identifying all these hats you wear. And most people have between 16 and 20 different hats that they're wearing. So with this friendship role, which is so important for everybody for the course of your whole life, I just thought this was so warm and genuine, this this enduring friendship they had, Ruth and they called him uh, Tino, no, Nino. Over 40 years, they had this great friendship. They shared the love of opera and music. They would often go to the opera together. And they enjoyed Ruth's husband, Marty's home-cooked food. They went on trips together. They rode a camel together. And it just seemed like a really charming friendship. I guess Ruth really appreciated Nino's sense of humor. So whereas most people, it was very difficult for them to get Ruth to laugh, Nino's biggest problem was keeping her from laughing so much. So it was a real nice friendship. Of course, we lost RBG. They also talked about how everybody appreciated Judge or Justice Scalia's talents for his impeccable writing, which that made me think of my writer role. And he was just able to be so clear in his writing. In dissenting opinions, he played a long game. If he failed to persuade his colleagues at the time, he wrote brilliantly for future law students to pour over his writings. So that's pretty inspirational, I think. This whole episode is about inspiration and leaving that legacy. You know, what's the the beauty that you encounter and how will that be part of your legacy? Your legacy starts right now with what you do, your goals, your mission, all of the things that I like to talk about in this podcast and in my business and in my coaching. Scalia would spin gold out of the dullest dross, meaning just the most boring content. He could really make it sparkle. There was another article about Ruth on work-life balance. And she actually attributed a lot of her success in law school to her young daughter. 14 months old was her daughter when she started law school. 
And she said that every part of her life gave her respite from the other. So when she was home, she was able to be a mom. And then, you know, she was away from all the arguments and the, the tediousness sometimes of the uh, whatever work she was doing. And on the flip side, when she left, she could have her husband take over and she could concentrate on what she was doing at work. Once Ruth told Katie Couric in an interview, over my lifespan, I think I've had it all. Can't have it all at once, but over your lifespan, you can have it all. So that's an inspiration too. There was a lot of attention about Ruth's imagination, that she had a goal that she never deviated from during her entire long career, to have not only the Constitution, but also society itself understand men and women as equal. She envisioned a world different from the one she grew up in. Now, we all have goals, and we all encounter obstacles to those goals, but only few of us are able to confront head-on the structural obstacles that stand in the way of our goals. Leaders are able to imagine a different world. I love that Sam Adams' beer created a, a beer just for her on her passing. It's called When There Are Nine IPA. And that quote came from when Ruth was asked how, how many women would be enough to be in the Supreme Court. And she said, when there are nine. In Sam Adams' press release for this product, they wrote, quote, we lost a good one. And together, we'll raise a toast to honor the inspiring and powerful woman's unwavering commitment to justice and lasting impact on society. Even the design of the beer can looked like a judge's robe with the black and then the kind of lacy elaborate collar. Cool, classy move by Sam Adams. My second story is about the Rolls Royce of puzzles. This is a company, a high-end puzzle company from Norwich, Vermont called Stave Puzzles. I think it's, it's a combination of the two co-founders, Steve and Dave, so they call it Stave. <clears throat> and um, these puzzles are really high-end. They go from $150 all the way up to $6,000 and more. In the article, they even said that he's, they've been contracted to do a custom puzzle for $10,000. They made bespoke which means made for a particular customer, cherry-backed wooden puzzles that were elaborate and homemade, made by hand, handcrafted. The pieces were cut out of with a saw blade that was no wider than an eyelash, then sanded and polished. And they said the demand has been extraordinary during the pandemic, as you might believe. And why would you pay $1,000 for a puzzle? It was that attention to detail and the meticulous craftsmanship. And I'm always inspired when I hear about, you know, a custom design, something that's so special that it completely stands apart. You know, I'm thinking even of uh, Jesse James motorcycle where you could get a motorcycle made by him and it takes, you know, months and months of him just working on it, made to order, handmade. Story number three is a little clip from Cynthia Nixon who's the actress in Sex and the City and a lot of other movies. And she was talking about her mom. She lost her mom and she was very, very close with her mom. 
And her mom used to say to her, quote, you grieve most when you and the person who died have an incomplete connection, end quote. So Cynthia said that she missed her mom less because she's, her mom is so inherently part of her. I thought that was interesting too. And we're talking about legacy and purpose in these big, important questions that are fun to think about. Story four, poet Audre Lorde wrote a, uh, well, they put together a book called The Collected Works of Audre Lorde. She has written many other things, many other books. And it this really drove home to me because she talks a lot about roles. And actually she always introduced herself with all her different roles, which is right up our alley right here on the All the Hats We Wear podcast. She introduced herself in the same way. I am a black, lesbian, mother, feminist, socialist, warrior, poet. So she loved including all those different roles. And you see it all in social media. You know, everyone's profile has so well, um, um, all these different things. And I love that. She wanted to demystify the assumption that these terms could not inhabit the same space. Examples, black and lesbian, that you could be lesbian and a mom at the same time, that you could be a mother and a warrior and that you could be a warrior and a poet. Story number five. There was an obituary about Murray Shiskel, who wrote, he was a screenwriter for Tootsie, the movie with Dustin Hoffman. If you haven't seen that, that's a lot of fun. It's a really good movie with Dustin as a male actor who can't get roles being a guy. So he dresses up as a woman and he gets a lead role on a soap opera and he's a very strong character. So it's a lot of fun. And also who is in that uh, Jessica Lange. So anyway, this guy was a writer. He, he, even as a little boy, he was into storytelling and he couldn't fall asleep unless he told himself a story. So what he did was he, he would think in bed and collect all the ideas and experiences, the, bits and pieces of the day and find a threat of find a thread of a story from all those bits and pieces and create a little story to tell himself he needed to escape from the reality in order to be calm and i found that found that to be so interesting especially since i really advocate uh, doing an audio journal where each day you basically use your planner or i also have a planner available on my website allthehatswewear.com as a PDF file. And each day you can jot down these little creative snippets, ideas that come up or thoughts. And then at the end of the day, you can just get a tape recorder or your phone or whatever, and just dictate your thoughts. It could be five minutes a day. And you'll have this record of the most important thoughts and things that happen each day. That's invaluable, especially for a legacy. You're talking about passing that on to, to your kids and have them to be able to hear what was going on when they were little and all of that. Story six, the actress and entrepreneur Taraji P. Henson or Taraji. She had a quote in, I think it was Entrepreneur Magazine or Success Magazine. My why was greater than the fear. And I love that. We always talk about the why and 
even the great Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why and Purpose. In a couple of my interviews, we talked about that identifying the why when things get tough, like how do you persevere during difficult times? I remember asking Sarah Safari, who climbed Mount Everest, you know, what, how do you get through when you're, you know, when it's minus 40 degrees and you're, everything is swollen and you're hungry and you're so cold. And she said it was her whys. So when that why gets greater than the fear that you are struggling with, then you can move forward. And that's, that's where I'm at too. So that's a beautiful quote for this podcast episode, I believe. And to wrap things up, I have the quote from Game of Thrones, one of my favorite quotes from that TV series from Viserys, who is an evil, awful brother of the dragon queen, Daenerys. And he, wrote, and he said to his sister, when they write the history of my reign, sweet sister, they will say it began today. And that's what I challenge you to do. Today is the beginning of your legacy. So make it strong. Good luck. I'd love to hear about your process. Let me know in the comments or contact me on my website, allthehatswewear.com. Thanks for joining me today. Live your legacy and start it today. Visit thinklikeamusician.org for more information on how we can help you and your team with peak performance, time management, and work-life balance. We offer coaching, trainings, and workshops that'll empower you to be joyful, productive, and fulfilled in all areas of life. Visit thinklikeamusician.org.